Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we're doing another 12-team mock draft, nine categories head-to-head. I'm picking at pick three. Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Brian, to Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at BallBoysNBA. And today we're doing yet another mock draft. We're going to have so many mock drafts coming out in the last three weeks leading up to the final weekend before the NBA season kicks off. Today I'm going to be picking at pick three. And I'm going to start to do, I mean, I've been doing a lot of mock drafts and I've been picking at different spots, but I'm going to continue to do a lot of 12-team, nine-category head-to-head mock drafts because those are by far the most popular. I'll also still do a few more points league mock drafts and maybe a few other different size leagues, but I'm going to be trying to do a few different drafts, uh, picking from several different spots in the first round. And today I'm going to be picking at pick three. And I'm going to be going through basically what I would do at pick three and and constructing a nice strategy around this spot in the draft. And I think there is a really, really good strategy and a few of my platinum members over at ballboynba.com would know the strategy that I'm going to be trying to execute today. It does involve punting points um, and we will see how it goes doing the mock draft today. So let's head on over into the mock draft draft room here. We are picking at pick three. We've got 30 seconds to count down on the clock. And as you can see here, I've got Tyrese Halliburton sitting in my queue. So I'm going to be doing a video coming up, uh, I think in a few days, going through my top um, first round players in 
the uh, fantasy basketball landscape for head-to-head leagues and also for so for category leagues and for points leagues. In category leagues, I'm now landing on the fact that I'm going to be taking Tyrese Halliburton at pick three. I don't know if that's controversial. I don't know if that is um, common. I think Luca or Shea often goes in this spot. Um, just to be clear, I have Jokic at one and Embiid at two. But I think I am now landing on Tyrese Halliburton at my number three, sort of kicking off that um, three-guard little run there. So we're going to be building a team around him. Like I said, it's going to be focusing around a punt points strategy. So Tyrese Halliburton is the guy that I'm picking here, and we're going to see how we go. So the reason I'm really, really keen on Tyrese Halliburton as the number one guy of, of those guards ahead of Luca and ahead of Shea is I just think that the elite assists are going to be extremely valuable. I'm also really, really keen on his um, great steals. There's less risk with, you know, someone like a Luca and his um, relationship and how someone like a Kyrie Irving affects him. So remember when Kyrie came over, Luca's assists actually dropped a little bit. So um, I was toying with Luca ahead of Tyrese earlier in the preseason, but now I think I'm going Tyrese ahead. And then Shea, again, I'm just not super confident in him replicating last year's numbers with um, you know Chet coming into the, the program. I think that might actually affect his block numbers. Um, the free throw percentage, just jumping 10 percentage points from last year. I don't know if that holds. Maybe just a slight scale back in some of those numbers, and so that brings him back to number five for me. So this order here is actually the exact order that I would start the draft in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply expecting Tatum to go here at number six. And then it starts to get a bit interesting after that. But we'll go through the top 10, top 12, and maybe even a couple extras in a video later on this week in a bit more detail. Space Jam really winding down the clock. He says he's in the draft room. So he... Oh, he's going with Steph Curry over Jason Tatum. Okay, interesting. That's quite spicy. Oh, Maybe not super spicy, but I do sort of expect these seven players to be the consensus guys. That go in the uh, in the top seven, and then Lamelo Ball goes. I'll be interested to see where Damian Lillard goes. I still think he's a first round player, but we will see where he falls. This is where I mean, if you're in a draft, and I might talk about this, if you're in a draft and you have a choice of where to pick, I love picking in the top five. Pick one or pick two. I think there's a clear cutoff after that, and then you've got one, th- uh, sorry, three, four, and five. I think there's a bit of a cluster there. And then pick six and seven, and then eight, I don't mind. If you get a choice, try to avoid picks nine, 10, 11, and 12. I think that the end of the draft this season is extremely tough. I think there's a few risky players at the back end there. Lillard does go at number nine there, ahead of Kevin Durant. Um, I can't argue with it. I think I might take Durant ahead of him just because I feel better about his per-game numbers, but there are a lot of injury risks with Kevin Durant. He hasn't played more than 60 games in three seasons, so he is old. Then again, so is Lillard, but at least Lillard um, plays. Anthony Davis is injury-prone as well. Um, So, And then I'm expecting... 
who am I expecting to go here at this point? Uh, I'm blanking on the... Oh, Giannis hasn't even gone yet. So Giannis is the, probably the last guy here in the in the, the first round of players that we typically see. And I just... A lot of those players just... I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about drafting a lot of them. Giannis with his knee, and obviously he progressed a little bit with his steals and blocks. I would hope that they come back a little bit more with Dame there. But again, Dame's going to take a few shots away from him. Maybe some assists, although... His assist might be fairly similar to someone like a Drew, so maybe it's a direct swap. But if you have a choice, I'd probably try to stay outside of 9, 10, 11, 12. I think they are the hardest spots to draft this season for 12-team leagues. Um, So we'll see how this comes back around. So on the second round. Now, while while we're waiting for my pick here, just a quick reminder, guys, that ballboysnba.com is open and you can go and get your subscriptions there. I am so, so close. In fact, by the time you're listening and watching to this podcast or video on YouTube, my dynasty rankings might actually be out on ballboysnba.com. I am literally right now just going through and putting a photo next to everyone's name. I have the rankings, I have the comments and everything all on there. I'm just making it look nice at the moment. I have 81 photos through of my 250, so... Hopefully, we'll do that all within the next uh, couple of hours while I'm doing some other things as well. So, my dynasty rankings will be up. So, if you are dynasty uh, a dynasty manager or trying it out for the first time, go over and check those ones out. Even if you already have a dynasty team, it is always good and interesting to sort of see where people have uh, players valued. It is very useful for making trades and things like that. So, very excited to bring that one out, guys. And uh, yeah. If you haven't already, go over and check out ballboysmba.com. Get yourself a subscription. So since pick 12 at Giannis, we went Sabonis at the start of the second round. Oh, man, that is so early. I get it, though. He's obviously looking for a punt threes, punt free throw build. But Giannis, sorry, Giannis and Sabonis very early. I would prefer to go an Anthony Edwards at that point. Um, I also prefer to go Kyrie Irving even. I, I know punt threes, punt free throws, but... I don't know, Sabonis. Look, I, I can see it. I can see it. So when it's coming back around, for this strategy that I'm going to be doing today, I really need to focus on getting some big assist numbers to start the draft. So I am going to put James Harden in my queue here. I'm going to put Freddie Van Vliet in my queue here. Um, who else do I want to put in my queue? Um, Darius, probably a bit early for Darius. Do I want to throw a Cade Cunningham in there? I might. Let's throw him in the queue. Evan Mobley's definitely a guy. Oh, there goes James Harden. Um, really don't know where he's going to be going in drafts. Hey, it's, it's a tough one. It is a very tough one. Let's have a look here. I'll have my rankings up on my other computer here so I can... Keep referring back to where players want to go. So let's have a look. Shea Gildas Alexander. So Steph Curry paired with James Harden. Not a bad pairing there. James Harden, I mean, we're, we're getting really close to media day. So within the next couple of days, we'll get a lot of chatter on what's going on and, and the updates with everyone. So hopefully that sheds a little bit of light with James Harden. But could be ugly to start the season. But it might not be. It might be all resolved. Who, who really knows? And James Harden still... Still a really good player. He's going to put up some good assists, but I do worry about his usage. So Luca's on the board here. Now, who do I want at this spot? I'm looking to do a punt points strategy here, but I am very conscious of my assists early because I'm going to be targeting a lot of big guys later in the draft. There goes Mikhail Bridges. 
So in this spot here, I've got a, a couple of decisions to make. Do I want to go a Paul George? No, I don't really want to get a Paul George here. I would have loved me a Sabonis or a Harden at this spot, but they have already gone. So let's lock in. Look, I'm going to lock in. Hmm. Let's go Fred Van Vliet here. I, I will go with Freddie Van Vliet. I want to lock in some more steals and assists at this spot. I am not going to be punting field goal percentage, but I do believe that I can get with this build that I'm going to be doing. I do believe that I can get some really good field goal percentage guys late. So I think I can handle Fred's lack of field goals. And... Um, and yeah, it, it leaves me open to do a couple of different things later on in the draft. But again, I'm really conscious of those assist numbers. I love his steals this part of the draft because, again, a few guys I'm going to be targeting will be poor in steals later. Um, now, I'm not going to explicitly let you guys know what I'm doing, but if you are a Platinum member on BallBoysNBA.com, I've detailed my favorite punt strategy um, as an article there. So Platinum members can go over and have a read of that one. And I do really like it this season. I think that it's the most powerful punt build this year. So Platinum members will know exactly what I'm doing here. You can kind of get a a gauge on what I'm doing on this one as you watch the draft there. But if you want a more in-depth, detailed guide on this particular punt build, go and check out ballboysmba.com and you can have a look at that one there. So I've got my two guards here. Maybe I want to throw in, I'm hoping my dude Mobley can make it around with me one more pick. Although I am drafting a lot of people that followed me on Twitter, so he might not... But if I can get my boy Mobley here, I also don't mind Bam at this spot now that I know that Lillard's not going over to Miami. He's someone I think that's risen up in my rankings as well. Come on, sugar-free mocker. Leave me Mobley. All right, cool. So Mobley is there. I think this is where I take him. What are we at now? Pick 27. Again, in this build... He is going to rebound. He's going to give me assists from the uh, center-eligible player. He's going to give me a steal per game. I think the blocks are going to be at 1.6 to 1.8 per game. Efficiency from the field to help me with uh, Fred Van Vliet. So this is where I'm going to draft my boy Evan Mobley. So to start off the draft, I'm pretty strong, very, very strong in assists. I'm very strong in steals. I've now got a decent shot blocker. Halliburton as a point guard is very efficient from the field. Um, and Mobley is obviously a good field goal percentage guy. Fred drags me down. But like I said, I have a few players that I think I can get later in the draft to help me with that. Um, and then, yeah, Bam goes right after me. So Bam was another guy I was considering, but he doesn't give me the blocks that Mobley will provide. Uh, maybe slightly some more assists, although... I don't know, Mobley, I'm really, really big on Mobley, as I'm sure a lot of you guys are aware this season, Um, so we will see. So again, if I am just planning ahead here, it's a a fair while before my next pick, Um, but we can start to chuck on a few other guys here, Darren Fox, Garland, DeJounte Murray, Um, who else might I like? I really... Do want to get some strong assists. Josh Giddy's a guy I want to target later. Um, uh, we won't get too ahead of ourselves. Obviously, Carla just went, who I threw in my queue. That's very optimistic of me. 
I think what are we up to now? Pick 29. It will be interesting to see where um, DeAndre Ayton goes in this spot. If you haven't already, go and check out. Um, he was number 24 on the top 25 most interesting players. We did a deep dive on where I think he should be going and where I think he can improve moving over to Portland. But um, I will be you know, interested to see his average draft position where others are drafting him. I think, for me, it's a little bit early, but some might be keen on going here. Lowry Marketing goes there at pick number 30. I think that's okay. Interesting that he went before someone like a Carl Anthony Towns, who's at the top of the board here. There, Carl Anthony Towns goes. So nothing crazy here. If we just rewind a few picks, I went Fred Van Vliet. After that was Jimmy Butler in the end of the second, Kate Cunningham, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. That's an interesting little four-person spot there. So... Butler, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard all go within four picks. Where where would you guys draft those three? Those three injury-prone players? Because I have a hard time separating them. Kawhi is obviously the best of the bunch. And apparently he's not going to be limited in training camp, so he's going to be entering the season quote-unquote healthy is the latest that I've seen as well. Obviously, Jimmy Butler is he doesn't have to deal with Dame anymore. Do they get Drew or something like that? That will, I don't think that will hurt him as much as a Damian Lillard, uh, obviously. But still might hurt him a little bit. But again, he, he might be up there as well. Paul George is probably the worst of the three. Um, so maybe he falls in last, especially if Kawhi is entering healthy. But yeah, let me know your thoughts, guys. In which order would you draft Kawhi, Paul George, and Jimmy Butler? Because I have a tough time separating those three. Uh, they all have you know, early second round potential, in my opinion. Some of them even first round potential. Um, but again, obviously some clear risks. And then I went Mobley, Bam, Garland, Larry Markin, and Carl Anthony Towns, Wemby. Where did, what number was that for Wemby? Wemby went at 32, creeping up a little bit. LeBron James, back into the 30s now. Miles Turner and Chet. So we've had a bit of a, a big man run in this third round, which again, we've talked about statistical scarcity and categorical scarcity. This is about where the bigs, blocks, rebounds, field goal percentage all start to go off the draft. So I do agree with where a lot of these guys are going. Um, if you have a guy that's your preference, I think this is where you should be grabbing them. Desmond Bain. Now, if you watched the previous mock draft, and a few of you guys disagreed, and, and I did as well, but remember, some people will have different opinions, so I might be wrong, they might be right, but Desmond Bain falls down to pick 36 here. Much later than I think I see him going a lot of other drafts. This is more where I have him, and I agree with where he's going here, but it is interesting to see him fall that far because a lot of the times he does go sometimes in the second round, sometimes early in the third. I do believe that we're overvaluing the fact that he's going to be playing without Ja Morant to start the season because I think that... Um, I mean, yeah, it's 25 games. It's 25 games of an A2 game season. Um, it's the first 25, so it's not the 25 that count the most for head-to-head leagues in our fantasy basketball playoffs. So he'll be good, and I think this is around the spot for him at, at 36, end of the third. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that's going to be pretty typical here. Zion Williamson then goes at 38. Pascal Siakam at 39. So Zion doesn't often get drafted this high, but I actually... Don't mind it. I'm normally not a big Zion fan, but this season I just have a good feeling about his availability and obviously we know what we're going to get. Pairing him with the AD, Edwards, Chet team. So 
And there goes DeAndre Ayton at pick 40. I, I think that's a perfect spot to get someone like a DeAndre Ayton. He could do better than this. I don't know if he's going to go much later than this. Uh, it will be interesting to see. But I think around that 40, as soon as it gets to like that fourth round in a 12-team league, I'm pretty happy to grab him. If I'm punting assists and steals, which is another strategy that I really like this season, um, I don't mind also grabbing him in the third round. So... This team here, I mean, I like punting assists and steals with a Steph Curry, but they've obviously gone with Harden, so maybe not looking to do that. But say this was someone like, I don't know, Mikael Bridges or someone like that. You know, Larry Markin is a good for that build as well, but another, like Aiton is definitely someone, where is he? Aiton is definitely someone that I also like in that build as well. So I do like him in those builds. But as for his general value, I think that's about right. There goes Walker Kessler at 42. It's still too high for me, man. He's just so bad in so many other categories. Yes, he's great field goal. Yes, he's great uh, blocks. But I do still worry about the assists. Uh, non-existent. The steals don't, aren't there. The points are low. Uh, look, he was someone I was maybe looking to target in my build. But even in my build, I might have looked to pass him up to you know, lock in a few other categories um, there as well. So it's coming around to my pick. Let's start to get ready. Still want to start to consolidate my assists, although they are looking pretty good. So I can start to look at some guys that might fit my build a little bit better. So someone like a Claxton I'm going to throw in my queue. Jalen Brown just went... I think Claxton would be the number one guy that I would love at this spot. Um, so let's hope he makes it to me. Otherwise, is it too early to go on to Giddy? Far out, Kyle. Why? I just said that I wanted Claxton and you went and drafted him. Okay, so that sucks. Um, so a lot of those big guys did go in Aiton, Kessler, and Claxton. So we might be looking to just wait a little bit longer for our bigs. Um, and maybe lock in one of these guards and just really consolidate my assistant steals here. So Drew's someone I'm going to throw onto my queue here. Jordan Poole is still there. Now, it doesn't suit at all what I want to do, but far out. Come on, guys. Jordan Poole. This is a steal right here if you can get Pooley. That's where I would be going, Joe. Oh, he took Drew from me. So at 46, I've got a decision between Giddy. Brunson's probably the guy here. I, I probably have a chance of getting Giddy on the way back around. So do I try and do that? My steals are looking quite strong. So let's let's go with a Brunson. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. And I want to see if I can get a giddy on the way around. Now you'll notice, again, this is the third guard that I've taken. In this build, I'm targeting these guards very early. I want to get really strong in my assists because it's going to be very hard for me to get those later. And then after, probably after this round, I'm going to really start to attack my bigs and wings. Um, Jordan Poole went, what are those? 48! Super late. Super, super late. That's awesome value. Jokic, Kate Cunningham, Paul George, Jordan Poole. I love that starting sport squad there, Ferris. You were late to the draft, mate. Um, and please be there earlier next time, but it's a good start to the draft. Uh, Jordan Poole, man. Even if you're not punting field goals, that's that's a great spot. And obviously, you've got Jokic there, so he can basically cover that out. So I want Giddy in this next spot. Um, again, on a just pure value sense, it's too high for Giddy. But I'm going to continue to preach that rankings, and if you haven't already, if you're late to the preseason and you're just watching all these sleepers, busts, and mock drafts videos, that's all well and good. But I would also very much encourage you to go back and watch my uh, more strategic videos regarding uh, punting strategies. Also, my video on uh, fantasy basketball rankings and are they actually, do they actually mean anything? I think that's a very important strategy video for a lot of people to, to view which will actually make you a better drafter than just looking at busts and sleepers. Because a lot of those videos, because a lot of us do it, because a lot of people view it, a lot of people watch those videos, they get the most clicks. Um, and there is a lot to, to be gained out of those ones as well. But simply labeling someone a bus or a sleeper is kind of misleading because especially when you're entering more competitive fantasy basketball leagues, it's all about team building. It's all about building on strengths, in my opinion, like in category leagues. Points leagues, obviously, you just go after the best player. But in category leagues, it's about building a team. It's about building a, a team that makes sense, having a lot of strengths on your team, consolidating those areas so that you can um, you know, win week to week. It's all about winning one week at a time. So now on this build... I've gone Tyrese, Fred Van Vliet, Mobley, Brunson, and Giddy. My assists are astronomically strong at this point. Um, I've got a really solid uh, big guy in Mobley to, to sort of establish there. But now, this is where I really want to start to target some of my big guys. So, I've deliberately in this build left some of the maybe huge ranking guys. If you, Again, if you go over to Barcelona Monster, you punt points. A lot of these big guys are going to come up. But I can get a lot of those guys late as well. So this is where I'm going to start to really lock down. Um, not him, no. Uh, a few of these big guys. So I'm going to just get a few of my favorite targets at this point. Up on the board, Marky Williams. 
I love Jayla Duran. I love... Uh, who else do I love? Gafford. He's someone that's going to go in there. Um, I don't love him, but again, Jarrett Allen. Although, did he just go, oh, he went after Giddy, so he's gone. Um, Shengun, if he makes it around to me. Vucevic, even though I think he's a bust. Again, if he gets back to me, that would be a fine spot. Gobert is someone I'm really happy to grab. Um, there goes Vucevic. John Collins much later. Wendell Carter. There's just so many. And yeah, a Kongu. So this is where I'm going to really make up a lot of those guys, even Clint Capella later. So all of these guys are going to be targets for me. Mitchell Robinson, uh, Robert Williams. These guys are all going to be big targets for me later on in the draft. I'll throw on my, my mate Ben Simmons in the list of the way, is there as well. Nurkic, super late, if I can have a look at him. So I'm going to be trying to target a lot of these guys later in the draft as well because I've gone super heavy and super hard on my guards. I will also need to grab some wings. That makes sense if I can get them at a good spot. So we'll see how we go with that. Um, another thing I'm going to have to be conscious of is just keeping my steals up as well. I've done pretty well with Halliburton and Fred Van Vliet to start the draft, so I don't need to concentrate too heavily on that just yet, and I can, can get steals later. Um, but it is something I do also want to keep in mind. So I'll throw Jalen Williams onto my queue as well. Um, who else do I want to put on my queue just in case they fall? Devin Vassell doesn't really do what I want to do, but it does give me steals. To have a look further down. Tyus Jones is a guy that if I can get him at the right time, I got Fultz is a guy that I like if I can get at the right time. Okay, cool. I think if if one of these like Claxton, Kessler, Aiton types fell to me at this spot, I would have sacrificed one of the guards to get a player like that uh, instead of a Brunson or a Giddy. But they didn't in this board. And I'm not a big fan of Jarrett Allen. So I've gone to go with these guys. And then if that was the case, I would have maybe targeted a few more of those guards later, like uh, Markel Fultz, like Tyus Jones. But in that case, it didn't happen in this in this mock draft. So I've elected to get my uh, assists up high. So now I'm going to be super aggressive in targeting these big guys when they come around. So those are my strategies here. Um, if you aren't, uh, just to recap, so after I've taken Giddy, we went Jarrett Allen, Scotty Barnes, Bradley Beal, OG Ananobi, Nikola Vucevic, DeMar DeRozan, Shengun, Tyrese Maxey. That's good value on Tyrese Maxey, I think, actually. Where did he go? Tyrese Maxey went at 59. I think that's good. Uh, Randall went, Jalen Williams, Devin Vassell, Brandon Ingram, Franz Wagner, Paolo Boncaro at 65. All very defensible picks. I think Paolo is a little bit high, but again, in certain builds, if you're looking for something specific, you want those big points, rebounds, assists, it can be okay. Um, I don't really know what this flat earthers person is doing in terms of their punt build. I mean, maybe punting the field goal percentage would be my guess. Um, and just hoping that the free throws from Palo doesn't kill you. Yeah, I think that's okay. Ah, shit, Jakob went. I really did want Jakob to get to me. So that was at 66 he normally does last a little bit longer, so he, he was definitely someone that I was hoping gets to me. The next guy I really want to get to me is Rudy Gobert. Um, so, fingers crossed, now that I've just said that, he's definitely going to go. He's definitely going to go. Um, what have I got? One, two, three spots for him to make it. 
Come on, Space Jam. Let's make a pick. Make a pick, Space Jam. Yucca Pertle is always someone that falls, and I'm always very keen to get him. He's just so underrated. I think, obviously, I'm drafting against people, again, like I said before, who follow me on Twitter and obviously watch my things. And, of course, look, what did I just say? Rudy Gobert. I knew he was going to go as soon as I said his name. I knew he was going to go. So it's not going the best for me in terms of my targets. It's not going the best. Where will I be picking? So that was 67, 68, 69. I'll be picking at 70. Is it too early to reach on some of these guys? I do need to start to get some of them on my squad. So yeah, it might be a reach at this point um, to get some of these players, but... I want to get two in the next pick, in the next two picks. So, again, drafting a pick three, I'm at the start. It's a long way around. Um, so, I'm probably going to grab one of these guys. Who do I think I should grab first? Who do I think is the most unlikely to get back to me? Mark Williams is probably the one that's getting the most hype. But I've got a little bit of hesitation going him this early here. But he does definitely do what I need from him. Brook Lopez? No, I think I don't think I'd want Brook Lopez. He doesn't give me the rebounds that I need. I like Jalen Duran the most out of all of these guys left, but I'm going to go with Mark Williams because I think he's the guy that usually goes the earliest. Um, but I think... So I think Jalen Duran might be available. If not, then I'll, I'll target a Dan Gafford or, or an Okongwu. Okongwu might be a guy that I'd like as well. But he does go a bit later. So maybe if anyone can come back to me on the following round, he might be able to. It's a competitive draft here so far, actually. Um, there goes Chris Middleton at 71. Definitely more about where I would like him to go now. So since that trade for Dame going over to him, I was happy to take him sort of in the 60s. I'm definitely more of the 70s, even 80s now, depending on what you need. Um, he just doesn't really have much upside with Dame there uh, anymore just because those shots are definitely going to be more in Dame and um, Giannis's hands. Anthony Simons at 72, too early for me. Uh, I, know, I know I might be in the minority in that opinion. I know a lot of other people are pretty big on Simons around this spot. I actually just don't see the upside for him to beat this. He'll give you lots of points and threes. I think that's fine, but I don't think I see super high upside and assists. He's a terrible rebounder. Zero blocks. The steals aren't good. Um, I expect the field goal percentage to be quite poor. So, and yeah, like the assists aren't going to be great. I don't know how much of a like volume free throw shooter he will be. So that will be the big key for his value is he can get to the line a bunch. Um, that will determine his value, I think. But points and threes, it's okay. All right, so my plan worked. I mean, I don't know if these guys are going to go him anyway, but I'm going to take a Jalen Duran at this spot. Because, um, yeah, like I said, I really need to start filling out my big man stats. So, again, my strategy here, strong in assists, super strong in assists. Um, pretty good in steals. Um, you know, Tyrese is going to be elite. Fred is going to be elite. Mobley should get me close to a steal per game. These guys should all get close to one steal per game. Mark Williams, maybe. Duran, maybe not. Um, so I will need to target some steals later in the draft. But I can do that. 
But now I'm also very strong in rebounds. So Mobley, Giddy, Mark Williams, Duran, all give me close to 10 rebounds per game. Um, so that covers up one of Halliburton's big weaknesses here. I'm obviously well behind in points, but that's okay. I don't mind that. Um, again, punting points, you don't need to get all the worst point scorers. You're just not regarding it. And you also want to take into account the fact of where people are going. So I'm looking hopefully to be very strong in rebounds, field goal percentage, assists, blocks, steals, and then turnovers will be the other one. So if I can alternate wins in assists or turnovers every week in this build, I'm pretty happy. Tyus Jones goes. He's a guy that I do like in the build that I'm going. But again, just from a pure value point, I think 78 is quite high. Um, Not 100% sure he's locked in to um, starting the entire year. I think he will start, um, and he definitely could start the entire year, but I just don't know if it's just locked in at this point. So after I picked Duran, went Kuzma, Okongwu, which could be a huge steal. What was that? 77 uh, for Onyeko Kongu. Tyus Jones, Terry Rozier, Brooke Lopez, and then Danny Gafford. So this is where a lot of those bigs... Now, earlier in the preseason, these bigs were going later than this. So we do need to watch that. We do need to watch that how high some of these guys do go. I mean, where I drafted Mark Williams is as high as I'd want to take him. I would much prefer to get a Gobert or a Yucca Pertle who went a few... Bots earlier, just for the certainty in their role. I've seen them do it before. I haven't seen Williams and do this before. So the strategy that I've wanted to do has not been ideal so far because of a few key players going before me at this pick three spot. So ideally, if I was getting Tyrese Halliburton at pick five, I might have had more success here. But um, I still think if we see how we go, we can uh, we can do pretty well in this strategy here. After Daniel Gafford went Derek White and then Clay Thompson at 83. I actually really like Clay Thompson this year in those partner assist steals builds. Um, I know he, he gets a, cops a lot of flack. Uh, but he's actually, he's still good. He's still really good. He still puts up 40-point games every once in a while. Um, it doesn't excite people because he's older and he's had a couple of huge injuries, but I don't know. I think he gets probably pushed too far down as a result of that. Markel Fultz goes to finish the seventh round, followed up by Marcus Smart. So big assist and steals at though at that turn there for Orange, Orange AD. Um, so he's got well the punt free throw build. The Bane pick there is a bit weird in that build, but otherwise he's trying to keep up his points. It looks like. Pretty probably needs some steals, although he did get that with his last three picks. So I like that. I like that squad there, Orange. This is, this is a really strong draft, actually, so far. I think there's been a lot of smart um, people in the room here. So very competitive, in my opinion. I'm going to continue to need to source some blocks because I haven't got anyone who's been truly elite. I'm hoping for a, a step forward for Williams and Duran, Mobley, but I do still need to get some blocks. So, actually, while I remember, as a flyer for later, I'll just make sure he's in my queue. John Collins is a guy I'm interested in taking around this spot. He sometimes falls quite late. Don't know if he's going to get to me, um, but he's someone I'd love to grab later, in the, maybe in this next pick. Clint Capella is someone I'm also interested in. Probably need to fill out a few of my forwards. We'll see how we go with that. 
Again, I've got two guys here who are center eligible only. So I do need some forward. Jalen Green goes. Where was that? 89. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm off on Jalen Green. Buddy Heald is another one here. Buddy Heald at 88. I cannot get around. Um, I had him outside the 100 before the trade request. I haven't really actually moved him all that far. He could actually go to a better situation, um, but we'll have to just wait and see. I expect him to come off the bench. Um, and then the, the news broke out basically saying he wants to trade because he was going to come off the bench. If he goes to a team, say like a Milwaukee, and he gets that starting job, then that spot there is okay. But if he goes somewhere where he's kind of in and out, starting lineup, 20, 25 minutes per game, uh, I think there's some real downside at that pick there. And he's not the most diverse fantasy player anyway, so... Um, yeah, Miles Bridges comes off the board at number 90, which I think is a great spot for him. He was uh, the most recent player on the top 25 most interesting. Now, again, shit bloke, um, not someone that you'd necessarily want to cheer for, but again, he was a top, thir- he was number 31 two seasons ago. Remember, in a minus one setting, though, he was only just top 50. So um, if you take into account punt builds and head-to-head leagues, he's not quite as valuable as that ranking might suggest, but at 90... Well, then, yeah, you've got about 40 spots of, of value up your sleeve there. Oh, and John Collins does make it to me. So, I'm very interested in what John Collins can do this season. I think two years ago, he was top 50. Three or four years ago, he was top 20. I'm not expecting that, but I do think that we can get a step forward for Johnny Collins here. Um, so, I like getting him. And this is why, if you if you go back and through my... my list here. This is why I targeted assists so heavily because these last three guys are going to give me bugger all in assists. So I needed to really build up that strength later so I can really get these guys here. My field goal percentage is looking insanely strong now, even despite having a Fred Van Vliet in my squad because I've got Duran, Collins, Mark Williams, Tyrese is good, uh, Evan Mobley is good, Giddy was strong point guard for field goals, uh, Brunson was solid there as well. So Despite having Fred Van Vliet on my team, my field goal percentage is very good, uh, which is why I felt comfortable taking him there. After that goes Michael Porter Jr., Trey Jones there. Now, this is where do I... Oh, Chris Paul is there. Maybe I've got Chris Paul. He's fallen pretty far. News broke also today with that Draymond Green is going to be missing the next three to six weeks, which basically puts him out to start the NBA season. Um, three weeks would bring us pretty much exactly to the start of the NBA season, which is not ideal. Um, I would expect maybe a month. So maybe he misses a week or two, I would expect. So does that boost someone like a Chris Paul? It looks like he's going to start as well. Ooh, okay, so Chris Paul. Do I go Chris Paul? What are we at? 98. I'll be picking at 99. Yeah, I'm going to take Chris Paul here. Chris Paul at 99. I'm not big on Chris Paul. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. But damn, 99, let's do that. Absolutely. I can also move Giddy to my forward spot here. So let's move Chris Paul to one of my starting guards. So that all works out. Yeah, that's that's a clutch pick actually. Chris Paul, again, if I get him at 99, he disappoints me. And even if, like I don't want to drop him, but even if I have to because he's just bad and he gets traded and he's 38 years old and his body falls apart. It's not the end of the world at 99. Um, yeah, surprised to see him fall that far, actually. I was all set to take Ben Simmons, but don't think I need to. Um, okay. So this is where I need to start to lock in that last category for me, which is steals. I do still need some blocks, though. I'm not as strong in blocks as I'd want to be. I'm not as strong in blocks as I'd want to be. Um, so Mitch Robinson will be at the top of my queue. I don't know if he's going to come back to me, though. Um, Zach Collins, Zubats, um, Melton for some steals. There goes Shaden Sharp. I like Amant and Asar. Jeremy Sohan for a flyer. So I'm just filling out my queue here. Patrick Williams can give me some steals and blocks. Paulie Reed, of course. Steven Adams, uh, amazing late rebounds guy. Oh, this rebounds and field goal percentage, you can just get them so late. It's so easy. Um, so easy to get rebounds. Um, I want some more steals. I think steals are going to have to be a priority for me here. Bruce Brown. Hart is a guy that I should get on my queue. Josh Hart. He's definitely someone that I want to target if I can. Um, all right. Well, let's. there's a few options to come back for me. We'll wait and see. Tari Eason. I'll throw him on the queue as a late-round flyer. Okay. That, there's plenty of guys there. Hopefully, I'll get a few to come back to me. Kavon Looney, late, late. I can get him. All right, so after my Chris Paul pick went Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Shaden Sharp, Andrew Wiggins, Keegan Murray, Bruce Brown, and Zach Collins. All solid picks there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this has been a very competitive draft so far. Only a few picks that I really disagree with. Nurkic there goes at 107. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Scoot Henderson going at this spot? Where did he go? Because some people... I imagine we'll take him much earlier than this. So at 97, that's pretty much bang on where I would like to get him. I think since that Damon Lillard trade, I worry that some people might be looking to take him earlier than that, thinking that obviously he's going to catapult himself up with that 
trade from Dame. I, in my projections, if anyone checks that over on Basketball Monster, oh shit, there goes Mitch Robinson. Um, not Basketball Monster. Um, checks over at ballboysmba.com. Uh, my projections already showed what I expected to happen with, um, because we kind of knew Damon Lillard was going to get traded. We didn't necessarily know exactly for what to come back, but we also still don't know for what uh, they're going to get back for Drew Holiday. So uh, we still are waiting on that news, but I do really expect that Scoot's going to play 30 minutes a night um, his rookie season, and he's going to be... They're going to put the ball in his hands a lot. Shit, there goes Paul Reed at 110. This is... Again, if you're a big Paul Reed fan, this is about the the spot that if you want to reach, this is as high as I would want to reach for because you get him in your last starting spot, which means that when you go into the bench spots, which is normally flyer zone, you maybe want to get one more solid starting guy. So maybe someone's a bit more boring, a bit more low ceiling, high floor, a bit more solid and safe because... You've just gone one round earlier on your fly picks. I don't mind that, um, depending on whether or not you need what he gives you or not, which is steals, blocks, field goal percentage, and rebounds. So if you want what he can provide you, which on this team with Anthony Davis, um, it looks like he does. He wants that, that, that type of player. Going at this spot, I think, is okay. I probably wouldn't want to go around earlier. So he's probably gone as early as I'd want to go, but I'm okay with that at that point um, because you've... You've just filled out your starting roster spot now, and you can take a safer player with your next pick. All right, D'Angelo Russell went. Josh Hart went. I feel my guys going here. Um, blocks, blocks, blocks. So here's a learning for this this mock draft here. So again, the reason we do these mock drafts, again, is just to learn some things. So maybe I could have gone a little bit higher on some more elite blocks guys earlier. So maybe instead of a Brunson, I could have gone... Which way did that go? I went this way. Okay, so Brunson, I did, I'd already missed out on Claxton and Kessler. Yeah, that really hurt me. That did really hurt me. Um, yeah, Gobert and Pirtle went before. Shit. Maybe instead of a Fred Van Vliet, I could have... Could have gone with like a... Miles Turner or something like that really early. No. Hmm. Just hasn't hasn't come out for me too well. Maybe instead of a, a Durant a Gafford, but again, I like I like Durant a bit more. Maybe instead of a John Collins, I could have gone someone like a Mitch Robinson and gone a bit early on those elite blocks. We'll see. We'll see. It might be good to actually, at the end of this mock draft, see what Basketball Monster says in terms of my projected standings. Again, they'll be different to my projections, so I might disagree with some of them, but it does give me just a general sense of how my team shapes up. Uh, All right, my pick now. So, final pick of my starting team. Again, I'm looking for steals. I have a final forward spot to fill out. So, it's not super exciting, but at 118, I'm just going to grab me some Herb Jones, one of the best steel players in the NBA. Um, again, it's a, it's a statistic of need for me. Got my assists sorted. My rebounds and field goal percentage are so strong. Um, steals, I can really consolidate. So steals and blocks. I'm looking for defensive stats at this point now. Steals and blocks. That's what I need. That is what I need. Um, Tari Eason goes. 
Who can give me some steals and blocks? Patrick Williams can give me some steals and blocks. There goes Asar Thompson. How high did we take Derek Lively? And I don't know if you guys have seen the news, and if you haven't, the news is that he's likely going to start in the first game of the preseason, um, which is super interesting. Super interesting. I think because of my thirst for blocks in this mock draft, I if he's there, I'm going to take him in this next pick. Yeah, or do I go a men? No, I think... I think the blocks trump any other need at this point because Mark Williams, I've talked about his block rate not following through when he got more minutes. Mobley's okay, but he's not two per game. Duran's not two per game. So let's let's do it. First player on the bench. Let's go Derek Lively. This is where, okay, what are we at? 123. Take your flies. Let's go. Shoot your shot. Um, if he starts opening night, he will smash that um, just on the blocks alone. So I think with that recent news and for what I'm looking for, look, I still am skeptical that he's going to start opening night, but just the more we see him start during the preseason, I think I saw somewhere, I can't remember who said it, but expect for the Mavs to start on opening night the first, like whoever starts that first preseason game, is likely to be their starting roster or starting lineup for the first regular season game. Now, I seriously doubt that Olivia Maxon's Prosper, Prosper, or whatever, how you pronounce his name, um, is going to be their starting guy. They must really just hate Josh Green because surely you start Josh Green over um, Omax there. But Lively's the interesting one. Lively is definitely the interesting one. Uh, after he went, went Jonas Valanciunas. Um, the other guys I was tossing up at that point there was someone like a Patrick Williams and a Men Thompson. Um, Sohan. I think I'm going to put a Men at the top of my queue. Patrick Williams at the top of my queue. Steven Adams, always a good late-round target. I do still need to get those steal numbers up. So hopefully some of those guys can come back to me. Obi Toppin is still there. We'll see if he can come back. Jalen Johnson's always a guy I like to get in these types of drafts. Caruso can get me some steals. And then just a few flies in Richardson. Keontae, oh, sorry, Keon. What's the, yeah, Keontae George. And maybe some guys I can have a look at. Suggs. Yeah, there's a few guys I can have a look at here. Hopefully... A few come back to me. Anyone else that I'm really missing down here? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. No one that really excites me down here. Yeah, no one that really excites me down here. There goes Trey Murphy. That's a great spot to get Trey Murphy, I think, at 127. He's on your bench. If you haven't got anyone injured already in your squad, you can throw him into IR spot. You're onto your bench now. So he's definitely going to come back and probably be your top... 10 player for your fantasy squad. I mean, it, it might take him a little while to get up to speed, but I am not too worried about that, um, really. I think as soon as it gets to bench, you, you grab a player like that. Um, whilst I'm doing this, I'm just going to quickly log on to um, Basketball Monster and have a look on where they have me projected after this draft so that when we finish the draft, you can have a look at sort of my projected standings 
And it'll also just give you a good idea of my um, strengths and weaknesses in this type of build. Um, so, let's copy that one across. Probably great podcasting going on here whilst I try and do this on my other laptop, but um, I think it'll be worthwhile at the end. Um, who went after Sohan? Went Bobby Porter's Trey Murphy... Um, Keldon Johnson, Emmanuel Quickly, Dennis Schroeder, Mike Conley, all solid picks. So this is where, if I bring it back to that Paul Reed pick, you've gone to Mike Conley in the next round. Perfect. That's exactly what I was talking about before. You've taken a flyer with this spot. The next pick, you've gone a boring butt. Got someone who at 131 should beat that spot, but maybe not by much, but he should be at least there or thereabouts, a guy you can rely on. Um, so you've taken your flyer just around earlier, and then you've gone with a guy with less upside, but a really solid floor after that. So now you can go back to doing your sort of fly picks. Um, again, you've just got one early. If there's a guy that you really, really want, um, I think that that's a fine strategy to, to, to do because there is obviously risk with Paul Reed. It, it's not it's not guaranteed. Uh, but if he does blow up, even though you've gone earlier than a lot of other people, he still has plenty of chance to smash this ranking. Uh, but obviously, there there is a lot of risk. It might... It might be something you drop in a couple of couple of weeks. But those are the, the plays that you might need to make to get that league-winning type pick. Um, okay. Cool. Save settings there. So, I won't bring it up on the screen yet, but I'm just doing it down here so you guys, after we finish, can have a look at that. Ah, there goes Patrick Williams. Surely a men doesn't make it all the way to me. Surely. I've just jinxed myself for sure. Let's chuck Denny after you on there. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Surely a man doesn't make it. Okay. Oh, Okay. Just load up the projector standings. Not doing as well as I'd want it to, but that's okay. That is okay. Okay, so... Ooh, surprisingly, Barcelona has got my rebounds down. Okay. I would have thought I'd be stronger in my rebounds. I wonder where they've got Derek Lively projected. What, what have they got Lively projected for? Okay, so yeah, they don't have him projected for much, which is probably throwing the, the projections a fair bit here. But, again, if I can get some of the... Oh, men went. Shit. Damn it. But, we've got our secret little weapon here in our mate from New Zealand who can definitely help me at this spot. Stephen Adams is so underrated when it comes to fantasy basketball. His ranking suffers so much because of one category, his free throw percentage. If you're punting that that category, he jumps over 100 spots. <laughs> and it is crazy. And he's always there. Always. Um, what's what's he got here? Is he rehabbing someone? Full training. Should be a full go in training camp. All right, fine. All right, so we're going to go Stephen Adams here. There's no one super upsidey here in terms of the steals that I still probably would like to get stronger in. But let's go with Stephen Adams. That should shore up a bunch of my rebounds. 
And, and Stephen Adams is not a bad steals guy either for a center position. Oh, Matisse Thibault. So who can get me some steals? Obi Toppin is still there. He's not going to get me some steals, but could be someone. Do I... Do I... Caruso? Caruso? Um, he'll get me steals, but is he worthy of a flyer pick at this point? Jalen Johnson? I really would have liked a man to make it to me, but that was probably a pipe dream. Um... Is there anyone that I really like as a flyer? I mean, I don't love a lot of these guys as flyer picks. So I maybe I do just go with someone that I know will give me a stat that I need. But I don't know if I want to go Caruso at this spot. Javon Carter? What could he do? What do he, he only averaged 0.8 steals in 22 minutes. No, I don't think that's high enough for me. Deal on right. Suggs? Could I go a Suggs? Do I go a Suggs or a Caruso? I oh, Suggs, 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 Suggs. I think Suggs has a higher upside. I can definitely stomach his field goal percentage, I think. So let's let's go. Let's go, Jalen Suggs. I just think he's got more upside. I, I, Caruso, more safe production. And if he's there and I'm I'm still looking like I need some steals, I'll get him. But Suggs has got high upside. I am surprised that Obi Toppin is still here. He doesn't give me what I need, but he should definitely go soon. Um, starting power forward. He doesn't have a great fantasy game. Aaron Gordon, that's a good spot for Aaron Gordon, actually. At 149, jeez. Maybe I should have gone him, but again, I'm looking for those steals and I don't think he would have provided that for me. Um, but punting free throws, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. All right, let's, let's refresh that again. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yep, still need to probably just consolidate some steals on this last pick again. And then we should be good. But again, there is a few things that we can strain through the waivers. Steals, it's always, it always comes down to steals, doesn't it? Every fantasy basketball comp, punt build, it's always friggin' steals. Um, after my Jalen Suggs picks went, uh, Keontae George, Aaron Gordon, Bojan Bogdanovic, uh, Quinton Grimes, and Kyle Anderson. Yeah, we're all just taking flies here. I don't know if I love the Bojan pick. He's just... He's he's actually so old. I think he's like 34 years old now. Um, which, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of Dynasty stuff and looking at people's ages. And for some reason, I didn't think he was that old. I thought he was more like 30. But yeah, he is mid-30s. Um, so I, I don't know. I think he's going to fall off a fair bit this season. Uh, RJ Barrett went. Sure, if you want some points, whatever. That's fine. But he's, um, I've given up on RJ Barrett. I think he ever gets better. Um Brunson Burner, who are you going here? We've got an auto pick here from Orange AD. Oh no, Orange. Oh no. Did you leave the draft or did you set a queue? You must have set a queue, but why would your queue have this bloke in it? Kevin Porter Jr. 
Oh, orange, mate. <laughs> don't know. Don't know if I can sign that one off. Um, I don't think he plays a minute. And even if he did, look, he's not that high upside. Um, Colin Sexton, I don't mind that pick. Brogdon, yeah, Ferris, nah, no good, no good, mate. He was in the queue, obviously, for this guy. Um, Obi Toppin is still on the board here. What is going on? He's he's even sitting at the top of this draft order here by rank and ADP. I'm very surprised that he is still there. Um, very surprised. Cam Thomas. Okay. Cool. Fine. Yeah. We can we can see that. We can see that. Uh, there goes Jalen Johnson. Again, I like that. I think he's definitely a last-round flyer. I probably wouldn't want to go too much earlier because I don't really... Um, yeah. I don't really think he's going to get that opportunity, but he could come off the bench and just take that position off a lot of um, other players, specifically Sadiq Bay and DeAndre Hunter. Okay. So, who am I hoping? So, Caruso's still on the board. Obi freaking Toppin is still there. I'm just going to have to take Obi Toppin if he makes it to me. But he doesn't give me what I want. He does not give me what I want. Hmm. Who are we got here? Come on. Let's finish it up, guys. It's the last it's the last round. Let's not think too much about these picks. Let's just get it going. Get it flowing. Alright, alright, alright. Kaminga? I'm not a big Kaminga fan. But with Draymond not there, at least to start the year, gives him a chance to do something. Do something. Um, what do we got? Two picks to me. Two picks to me. Walker. Man, I'm just going to have to go over top in here because if he's not making it, like, I, I think Caruso gives me more what I need, but again, it, it won't look as good when it comes to, and I'll show you in a second, these projections, because obviously Caruso is going to help me more with my projections, but I think I could probably stream in, to be honest. He might go undrafted in this, in this league. Um, ah, uh, never mind. Never mind. What was that? 165 for Obi Toppin. Huge, huge slider. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I'm not a big Obi Toppin fan, but far out. That was very late for him. All right. Um, I am doing the thing that I told people not to do, and that's dragging out this draft. But, all right, let's let's go with Caruso. He, he does what I want. He does what I need. Um, and he's going to be an elite contributor in a stat that is very important to me. So I am going to just grab him there and finish the draft out. And we are going to go over to, in a second, once this draft finished, Kobe White there. And then the last pick by Ferris. Again, Ferris next time. Please be on time to the draft. Um, he's going to finish this draft out. And then we're going to go check out what Basketball Monster says about the projected standings. Now, again, remember, if you guys use projected standings or draft trackers and things like that, um, especially once you start to get to um, things like... That's the right thing there. 
um, projected standings. They're not always the most accurate, but it does at least give you an idea of a, a team's strengths and weaknesses here. So, is that got all the players in there at the moment? Like we're missing some players. Let's let's do the let's do the draft tracker then. See if I can get this. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. This looks more like what we should be looking at here. So that's got all my players in there, Steve. Yeah, Caruso's there. Okay. Cool. So this is where we're looking at the projected standing. So if you just look at my team here. Um, I'm looking extremely strong in rebounds, steals, blocks, field goal percentage. My turnovers are really good. My assists are strong enough that I'm going to beat a lot of teams. So if you look at through here, I'm beating one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams in assists. The teams I'm losing to in assists, I am winning in turnovers. So I'm winning turnovers to this player who obviously went really hard in assists, went really hard in assists, but I'm beating you in turnovers, really hard in assists, beating you in turnovers. Some teams, I'm actually beating you in both because players like Chris Paul, players like Tyrese Halliburton have an excellent assist to turnover ratio. Um, I've punted the points and I've also punted the threes, although I am still beating some teams that um, went really hard and a punt free throws and um, threes build. I can still pick up a win there. So beating most teams except for, there's a few teams here, um, Ferris, who's going to just get me on steals. As you can tell, I was a bit nervous about those steals later, but again, very up and down stat. So We'll see how that turns out. I am losing steals and rebounds here to Orange. So Orange was that punt, threes, and free throw build. So uh, he's the only team that I'm beating in free throw percentage. Um, So that is an interesting one. What's his threes expected to be? His threes are better than mine. So um, that's a tough matchup for me, but otherwise I'm beating everyone else. Um, So beating everyone except for three teams, two of them of which it's going to come down to a very close battle in rebounds and a very close battle in steals. This Orange AD team, um, which we did comment and say did very well, um, will be a tough matchup for me. Has this got... You know, this is missing a few players, so that's not accurate. Okay, so that's not accurate. Um, So this is... Actually, if I... Because I know this is a little bit more accurate in most cases. If I can just hit update roster, I wonder if that will fix it. Come on. Update rosters. Give me everyone. Alice Crusoe, yeah, okay. So according to this one here, similar kind of story. I've dropped back a bit, but again, yeah, losing to one, two, three. Three teams, yeah. Similar sort of story. Again, super strong in rebounds, blocks, field goal percentage, and turnovers. My assists and steals, assists. Again, I'm I'm kind of trading assists or turnovers, winning each week. Again, it, it does really come down to steals for a lot of these teams, and some other teams that again went really heavy on the rebounds probably get me as well. So if we go back into the draft room, some learnings from this draft. Hopefully, if if I had gone things my way. I would have liked to see a Claxton or a Walker Kessler or even an Aiton fall to me here in this fourth round. 
Um, sometimes in your drafts that will happen, and then I could have um, you know, swapped out one of these guys for a big guy and meant that I didn't have to go one of these three later, and I could have substituted one of them out for a player like a Fultz or someone like a Tyus Jones. Um, I took uh, Chris Paul here, but one of my late-round targets in this build is also a Ben Simmons. Um, so perhaps that would have meant I could have got him instead of a Chris Paul or someone like that later. So I really would have preferred a Claxton or a Walker Kessler at that spot, and I really would have preferred a Gobert or a, a Pirtle at that spot, just to get a bit more certainty in those blocks and rebounds um, this season as well. But otherwise, I am pretty happy with how it, how it went. The Derek Lively thing is someone that could be a game changer for me. If he comes out and plays 26 minutes per night starting, um, he could really catapult me up a lot of those rankings. And again, uh, the steals, they're going to come down to it. Um, hopefully, I can either stream some of that off the waiver wire or Suggs really shows something. Um, Caruso can maintain his consistent minutes. Otherwise, I'm just going to be churning through that last roster spot to get those steals. But um, that is sort of the punt build that I really do like this season. This was a very, very strong draft, in my opinion. So um, even up against people who do know what they're doing and, and uh, yeah, drafted very well, I do still think that I've come out at a pretty good spot towards the top of the standings. And, of course, a lot of things can happen between now and Fantasy Basketball Playoffs. So... I'm in the mix. I'm pretty happy with that. But let me know what you guys think down below on how I did with this team build. Again, very different t- team build than I think a lot of you might have tried before. Um, punting um, threes, punting points, and punting free throw percentage, despite starting with someone who's good at a lot of those things. Um, getting those elite assist uh, um, turnover ratio, the elite steals, elite field goal percentage from a guard position, I think is very, very important and helps me a lot. Also underrated, I get some decent blocks from my guards as well. So I probably wasn't factoring that into my decision-making earlier, but I do actually get some decent blocks from those two as well, getting more than half a block per game from them. So um, the you know projections, again, my projections would be a little bit different to that, so hopefully it comes out a little bit better. But that is um, how you build a punt points team, starting with Tyrese Halliburton. So... Again, let me know down in the comments section below, guys, what your thoughts are on this draft, what your thoughts are on this particular punt strategy. Are you interested in trying it? I think it's actually a very strong build this season, um, depending on the first player you get in your draft. Coming up, we've got the best players in fantasy basketball, so I'm going to be going through my top 12 rankings for category leagues, for points leagues. Next week, we're going to be doing one of the most requested videos in first and second round pairings. That is coming up very soon as well. We're going to continue with the top 25 most interesting fantasy basketball players for the next 23, 22 days. Um, So listen out for number 22, which is coming out tomorrow or might already be out depending on when you watch this video. Go and check those ones out for a deep dive. And again, head over onto ballboysmba.com and grab yourself a season guide. Get yourself either a silver or platinum membership and look out for my dynasty rankings, which are coming up soon. Bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.